The Movie Hour, episode 178, April 12, 2012. You want to see crazy? No, I've seen that movie, and spoiler alert, it ends with a closet full of my suits on fire! Hello, everyone. Welcome to tonight's episode, the William Hootkins Raiders of the Lost Movie Hour. I'm Greg Maloney, the heart and soul of this show we have here, and with that, we still kind of need the rest of the body, which is completed by my brother James. Welcome back, man. Do I get to be like the hands of the feet or something? You can be the rest. I don't really care. The whole rest of the body? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay. That's, that's I'll take fan- it. <laughs> that's fantastic. And the brain and the lungs. <laughs> right, right. Um, As you probably noticed, Jeff is not here due to his uh, lack of hustle. He didn't make it into the studio before he raised the drawbridge. So, fortunately, for everyone involved here, we uh, have another denizen of Gunga Pit Studios here tonight. The man known for starting such forum threads as FTMFW, Beer Plus Technology equals Pure <laughs> Awesome, and FTMFW. Mr. Josh is here tonight. <laughs> Welcome back, Mr. Josh. Uh, that would make me the sphincter of this whole operation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's good to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you, man. It's good to have you. It's been a long time. And I hear there was a, uh, the, you know, you've been gone for a while. I don't think you've been here this whole time, but I hear you just got back from Disney World. We did. The happiest place on earth. Was it? Uh, was it the happiest while you were there? It was the happiest and probably one of the busiest but and one of the hottest, but it was great. It was <laughs> one of the hottest, happiest, yeah. busiest. That's right. And uh, I forget, this is her first trip, right? It's, no, it's actually her second one. We went when she was like uh, three and a half or so, and now she's five and a half, so... Uh, yeah, it was. It, she just makes the uh, height requirement for most of the rides, so it was. It's a whole new world. <laughs> it, it is. It really is a whole new world. <laughs> so, in comparison, what it what was her favorite feature and what was your favorite feature of Disney you know world? The, the funny thing was I there were a whole bunch of new sweet rides that we went on, but she liked the one that absolutely like didn't move at all. And that was absolutely boring to me. It was, <laughs> it was something called stitches wild ride. And we all sat in this like circular they stadium. Mr. Toad's wild ride. Was it by the yeah. carousel? Uh, no, this is actually, everything is. It's great. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, this is, this is, it was a magic kingdom, but it wasn't right. Mr. Toad's. Wild. Anyway, it was a circular thing. And the way you sat in it, they had this harness and it made you think like you were going to go like flying up into space and the whole time. <laughs> and you didn't move. And I, you never seen such a smile on my daughter's face. She was like, I, is this the, with the fake smoke and stuff? Yes. But, oh, yes. I did do and that. And it like yeah. makes you think like he's licking you behind you or something yeah. like that. Yeah. She yeah. loved that ride for some reason. I think yeah. because we didn't move anywhere because I, we took her on some stuff that we'd never been on before, and I mean, it went. She went flying around, and <laughs> I think it was a little maybe too aggressive for her. So, uh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just I like the idea that she's enjoying it because you guys aren't like just. Yeah. I yeah, it. Oh my God! What a waste of twenty minutes that was. That was horrible. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. I do remember that. Yeah. The and correct for- answer though is. Uh, uh, Peter Pan ride. That's the best. Uh, we went on that the first day. We we got there early because we were in one of the resorts and they actually have early hours for the resorts. So you, gotcha. the first hour, it's just people who who are from the resorts. And we went on that, I think, like three or four times in a row. That was I the first that ride. It, it is a good one. So I mean, for, for a little kid, she loved it too. So. I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. So if you stay at the resorts, you get like an hour before anyone else shows up. Yeah, they have what's called magic hours. And it's like it's seven o'clock at or it opens for an hour and just oh, yeah. people from the resort can go on there and then eight o'clock everyone if you else. wake up at five in the morning you can come too. the regular <laughs> every day was like okay let's the regular peasants are allowed in afterwards 
That's awesome. So what was your favorite event? What was your favorite feature there? My favorite was actually a ride in Epcot called Soren. It was one of those um Oh, I didn't go to get to do that one. I don't know. Oh, it was so good. It's got it's like this kind of like theater in the round, like one of those three six well that's not three sixty, but it's I mean, it's a huge the panoramic, yeah, like the it, it, it's 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 basically the landscape of California and you're in this harness ride where they like lift you up and give you this feeling that you're actually like flying through and it is so cool hmm. so my yeah. uh, god that, really that, likes that one that's weird i remember like when we were there i'm trying to like we weren't there that long ago and i was trying to remember the my favorite of like i just remember being so impressed with the fast pass stuff because i never got to run into that at cedar point because i haven't been there in forever but the yeah. fast pass stuff was awesome yeah. i was so i'm like man this is great why haven't we been doing this for years and you need it for some of those places too like yeah you walk yeah. in go to the back it's like oh we're booked until 3 p.m already it's just like what yeah. the f- just happened yes the toy story ride in yeah that Owen Studios. yeah that that is the notorious ride for i we we got there first thing and rode twice without even the fast pass and then right after we got off the second time we got the fast pass and went like an hour later and everything so awesome it, awesome yeah Cool. Great. So yeah, I'm happy it went well. And I know uh, now that you're back here in business, you have to deal with the harsh realities of Michigan. And that is uh, fucking freezing here today. Yeah, freezing and harsh realities of the Red Wings being the fifth seed and playing. And being down one nothing. Right yeah. Already down yeah, one nothing. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, they're playing now as we speak. We're recording on Wednesday. So hopefully we'll wrap this up soon. We'll get back to business. I was actually looking at some old forum posts and noticed that you had started the it's playoff time last year for the the playoffs and posted tons of videos and like all Joshua's back and I was actually interested I'm like how many people are paying attention to the playoffs now that we're back or like in business playoffs is pretty much when the the Detroit Red Wings season starts or at least it seems and yeah it's, uh, it's gonna be interesting gonna we take the regular season for granted so much yeah yeah it's it's very true very true uh, but since there's nothing else going on. Pretty much the Hollywood's given up on the last couple weeks. Uh, Three Stooges comes out this weekend. You can go see that. So congratulations, everybody at home. Don't go see the Three Stooges. You're welcome. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> I just want to see the part where Snooki gets poked in the eye. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can go see Cabin in the Woods or Mirror Mirror or all of this other stupid stuff. But, yeah, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Uh, but... We want, we're going to give up on, on uh, any movies coming out this weekend. Let's go to uh, our movie reviews for today. I know we have a quiz to get to, too. But, uh, James, how about you start us off with uh, some movie reviews? Okay. Um, as part of our new movie list that we're doing, um, one of our friends picked out the, a movie called Boy in the Striped Pajamas. It's a uh, 2008 British film. Uh, so it's the kind of foreign film that I, I enjoy. So I don't have to read. Because you don't have to read. <laughs> yeah. um, it's just foreign enough. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that and Canadians are great. But uh, yeah, um, a movie is about uh, a kid named Bruno. He's uh, the eight-year-old son of a German Nazi officer during World War II. And uh, it's the father and the mother and a, a sister. And the father just got a promotion within... Uh, the Nazi army and has been relocated. So they moved to this new spot. And after uh, a little bit of time, uh, the boy discovers that they are actually really close to a concentration camp. And the boy doesn't know what it is. He calls it a farm because he just sees people out there working out in the fields. Um, the father's kind of like, you know, in charge of, you know, overseeing it and is trying to keep it on the down low. 
Um, the mom didn't even know they were moving to this place. But the boy goes out there and explores, even though he's supposed to stay within the confines of the house. And um, he ends up uh, meeting another boy, a Jewish boy, on the opposite side of the fence line of this concentration camp. And they become friends, and he kind of goes out there every so often and uh, like talks with them. And they even throw a ball over the fence every once in a while, that sort of thing. Um, the, again, the boy has no idea what the situation is. The, the Jewish boy knows that bad things are happening, but he can't explain what's going on to the kid either, so the kid doesn't really get it. But... Um, so the whole movie is anchored on this innocent relationship that's kind of brewing in this really shitty time. Um, and it ends up work, working really well. Um, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I think it works even better because uh, David Thewlis, who uh, you probably know from Harry Potter's as Lupin, uh, he plays the father. And he actually has conviction behind the, you know, the hatred of the Jews and stuff like that. So it kind of accentuates this boy's innocence even more. Uh, the mom... She kind of knows what's going on. She doesn't know to what extent uh, the the Jews are being treated. She just knows that they are the enemy, so to speak. And then the sister has just been kind of slowly being converted by random uh, teachings of Nazism and hanging out with soldiers and stuff like that. Who plays the sister? Uh, no one I know. Okay. Uh, the mom is played by Vera Farmiga, yeah. who's good. And the boy is actually played by... Hugo himself. Yeah. Uh, Asa played. Butterfield. Yeah. Asa Butterfield, yeah. So I'm like, I recognize that name. I'm like, oh, that's because Craig just reviewed it. So, but yeah, it was a good movie. Um, it is not a pick me up movie. If you want some <laughs> heartfelt thing, don't watch this. Uh, it is a slow build to a climax, and uh, it's good. I, I do recommend it. So they move, like, I forget if you mentioned it. Did they actually, the family moves into this house and then they're actually yeah basically they're in the city when the movie starts and then he gets this promotion he's get relocated to overseeing the concentration camp so they move to like kind of like an estate that's in the woods and he's not supposed to be able to see the camp from there but from the angle from his bedroom he can make you know he has a sight line and can see the camp and that's when he starts thinking it's a farm wants to go play with you know kids because he's so isolated he's just in this basically this nazi headquarters like him and his sister are the only kids in the in the area and they have like a school teacher come in so they don't even go to school so yeah not to not to spoil it too much but like he's the kid's like 10 years old he figures it out right or like 12 13 like as the movie goes on he starts to pick up on stuff he doesn't end up getting it all basically but he starts to realize okay there's something you know wrong here and starts to ask questions and and then then he he comes to strife Then he kills his dad, and a big yeah. <laughs> then some guy that speaks Italian walks in and he kills them all. <laughs> God, Bongiorno. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so th- this is a. Uh, th- you sound like you liked it a lot. This is a seal of approval situation, or I think so. Yeah, really. It was. I liked it a lot, mostly because it's a 2008 film, and we're still making good dramas about a really important historical event. We haven't dried up that well yeah, I, I don't, I I don't think that... <laughs> i was just gonna say i don't think i've seen a movie about the holocaust i'm not sure yeah yeah but i, I just I, I think it still works and it's still powerful and i'm happy that they can still make films like this cool cool um wix did you end up picking up anything on the on the trip anything awesome uh, you know what um right before i left for disney world i watched a movie called atlas Shrag- shrugged part one <laughs> Shrag- shragged shragged <laughs> Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand, and it totally sucked ass. Sorry, I'm trying to do my Officer Barbrady there. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the chicken. Anyway, um, 
I, the reason I wanted to see it was it was directed by a guy who, oh my god, I'm totally giving away my man card here. But uh, <laughs> it's it's a guy who starred in the TV show One Tree Hill. And wow, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, that awesome. Just get the rest of this like next two minutes if you want to keep your man card. But uh, um, it was he 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 plays the patriarch of this family in One Tree Hill, and he's. He's one of the awesomest bad guys I've ever seen in a TV show. So uh, I was interested to, to see because this has basically been a project that had been kind of – I'd been following and it had been kind of floated around here and there. And basically he took the reins and it was kind of a low-budget kind of thing. But yeah. uh, uh, I, I, I wanted to see it and uh, Jim actually told me that uh, Rogi saw it. So I'd be I, interested that, to hear what – That sounds right if I remember correctly. Yes, yeah. I'd be interested to, to hear what he thought of. And it, it's difficult to kind of review this without uh, – noting that there's a definite social or political subtext to it. And I don't want to get too much into it because it's more kind of entertainment really than social political. But uh, basically um, the movie takes place, I think it's around like 2016 and there's a huge crisis in the Middle East and an oil spill. And it's basically run uh, gas up to like $50 a gallon. (laughs) They say in in one of the news reports at the beginning. So basically, um, Automobile travel is almost completely scarce in the movie. So um, the protagonist is this woman named uh, Dagny Taggart, and she has she along with her brother um, has this transcontinental air, uh, railroad uh, that she owns, and um, they're trying to basically rebuild decaying um, railways and trains to uh, make a. a uh, an affordable mean of transportation for for the world and um basically it's kind of uh the the subtext is that all of these bright brilliant industrialists and the businessmen in the in the the country are disappearing left and right and uh um amidst all of this crisis people are wondering you know what's going on and uh how are we going to to save ourselves and um uh, it's basically following her as she tries to keep her company alive. And um, uh, basically there's this uh, – the, the overlying message in this whole thing is there's this shadowy figure named John Galt. Uh, um, and basically the, the, the non sequitur throughout the entire movie is who is John Galt? <laughs> and so um, as all of these businessmen are, are disappearing, she's trying to keep her company afloat and she hooks up with this – uh, one man uh, named Hank Reardon who makes this – who's supposedly making this uh, incredible steel that uh, is light, affordable, and uh, uh, supposedly very safe for all these railroads. But uh, people in the government are trying to to keep him from um, – him and Dagny Taggart, the, the protagonist, from becoming successful, um, you know. Terrible, I, terrible people. Yes. And so um, – it, it's it's part one of the book, so uh, it kind of ends with a uh, a cliffhanger. Um, basically, at the end, um, one of the, the the people who they hook up with, who owns this uh, railway in Colorado, uh, who they they had this brilliant breakthrough and uh, they they built rebuild this new line through Colorado, and basically he gets kidnapped, and um, you basically find out that John Galt is uh, this real person who's been. Uh, basically offering these businessmen uh, an opportunity to go to a a new country, supposedly, which he's made called Atlas, 
where he's, uh, you know, um, basically congealing all of these uh, brilliant industrialists and businessmen together. Um, and it's basically it, the, the, the social context is basically, you know, a lot of the, the poor people there are kind of making their own misery. And um, he's trying to capitalize upon all the people who are, you know, using hard work to try and get ahead and um, creating this new kind of utopia kind of thing. So uh, it's very, very complicated. But uh, if it's something that kind of interests you, uh, like I said, it's hard to to get an interest in the in the movie without recognizing the the social approach. Right. A lot of people, a lot of people go in it with go to see this movie with something already in their head. Right. They, yeah. Right. 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 So. Um, it's not brilliantly acted, I will say. I mean, the the what Danny Noonan's in it? Or yeah, serious? yeah, Danny yeah. That's right. That's right. He is actually uh, Michael O'Keefe plays plays a small nice. part in it. But uh, um, no. it, it, it's interesting. So I, I don't know if they're going to make a, a, a second part. Uh, the 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 box office obviously wasn't great for this first one. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I'd rather watch the movie than read that whole goddamn book. So, right. <laughs> um, so you haven't read the book. I have not read the book. Okay, so. I was just curious. And, and that's the thing that the book, I mean, the movie takes place in 2016. I get the, the feeling that uh, Anne Rand kind of pictured this taking place sooner, actually. So, right. for the movie's sake, they sure. kind of make it seem a little bit right. in the future, so you can uh, Terminator style. Terminator. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, so yeah, but, the only reason I know it was a book is because Anne Rand is a crossword answer a lot. So, nah, the only <laughs> reason I know what the book is because of that South Park episode with the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Officer Barbary. I read Atlas Shrag and read, and it totally sucked ass. <laughs> South Park still funny. Uh, yeah. Do you have you watched it at all? Like I'm sure you never catch it now, Josh. But... I, I don't really catch it. I the last one I, I caught I think was the I don't know if you you do you remember that show uh, that movie Heavy Metal where it was a like, yeah yeah, yeah. Kenny when Kenny goes through all that stuff yeah and they're like like inhaling like cat pee or something like that <laughs> them this like hallucination and they go back to the it's hilarious but that was like last I think actual episode I yeah. watched so. yeah that's a good one I don't think like I'm trying to remember what that is in terms of seasons but I don't think that was like later than the last two or three that wasn't that bad yeah so you're, you're pretty you're you're not that far off but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, awesome. Thanks. Uh, I appreciate the review. I don't have one myself, so I dub I double appreciate it. Um, and I do have a special present. <laughs> I wasn't sure if he's gonna be able to make it today, but we do have Josh with us, just joining us, just in time too, because we have some important things to get to. Josh, are you there? Yes. No. Josh. I'm here. Yeah. Way to way to answer. Finally. Uh, Finally, I don't know what you mean. Edit <laughs> 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 twenty minutes out. Here. We have two Joshes. This is uh, have we had you guys both on the show? We've had you guys both on the show once before, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we have. Uh, yeah, at least for the, I think we have, and at least for the Christmas uh, family feud. Yeah, the family yeah. feuds. We've had them on for a normal one too, I think. Cool. I think so. Well, I'm happy you guys are both here, and I uh, I was just getting to the point where I didn't have a movie review. I did, of course, talk about Twenty One Jump Street last week. Uh, you know, I just didn't catch any terrible movies this weekend. Uh, Dean, did you want to? Do you have a movie review you want to talk about? Anything? Yeah, else? I saw Home Alone this week. Awesome. <laughs> first, no one's reviewed that shit. I don't think. Yeah. I'm sure that's the first time you've seen it. So, you know, fresh perspective. <laughs> yeah. I did win Jurassic Park a couple of times. So. What What would you think about that movie if you were just seeing it now for the first time? I, I think, think it'd still be thing. the. I think it's still be the best movie ever. I'd say this has got a future in cinema, is what I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this Macaulay Culkin's really going to take off. He did, he did that one movie about the uh, the good son. Hey, no, not the good son. That one where he like was on drugs and stuff. What's that? The yeah, Club Kids movie. Yeah, you're talking about like the Jesus something something. No, the oh. Club Kids movie. Club Kids. I don't remember that. Dude, what Jesus. About Scott Pilgrim. Oh wait, sorry, that was his talented younger brother. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny? Going back to watching old movies when I was watching Jurassic Park. While I was watching it, I just kept on going, I'm going to dress up like that guy for Halloween. I'm going to dress up like that guy for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. And you said it about Muldoon like five yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, so Home Alone, I'm, fa- I'm happy you caught it. Somebody's got to watch it every week, so I'm happy it's you. Um, yeah. Moving past the, the movie reviews. Oh, well, you don't want my review of Home Alone? <laughs> I know what it is. A+. plus. <laughs> Seal of approval. Use more tits. Like that was pretty much. It was yeah. much than cats. <laughs> Kevin, you're such a disease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need man Home Alone quotes. You were what the French call lazy. <laughs> All right, James. We have a quiz today, do we not? We do. All right, and we have the Josh is here to do the quiz, and and me as well. But yes, three way here then. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have a three way. We need, like, music for that when it happens. Okay. <laughs> well, interns, get on that, please. So, yeah, uh, James uh, will introduce us to the rules. All right. Uh, new quiz format. Oh. give you Hello. three actors' names. You have to give me the name of the movie that they were all in. It's going to have a number in it. Then I'm going to give you three more names, and Holy they're going to be in a movie with a number in it. You're going <laughs> to take those two movies, pretend they're angles to a triangle, <laughs> figure out what the hypotenuse is, is. And then well, I'll give you one name, and you have to figure out what the hypotenuse number is and the movie that that represents. Ready? Go. Now, what are the real words? Okay. The real right. rules are, it's the title mashup. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't oh. really know what the title mashup is, it's uh, I take two movies, and I put them together. I'll be describing it, this one fake movie, by using the actors of one movie and the plot of the other movie. Um, the titles of both the answers will mesh together using a common word or a couple words. So if, what is it? Oh yeah. If one movie is called hot dog and the other one is dog catcher, the correct answer would be hot dog catcher. By the way, I would never eat dog that. catcher hot. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. does everyone understand? I uh, yeah. mathematical quiz. I'll bring up that for those that have not done this type of quiz before. It's not very easy. It's no, it's not. not. And, uh, yeah, I think that was pretty clear for everybody listening at home and everybody here. Although I'm still working on the triangle one. That's that's in process. So keep the <laughs> rules in like your head. Yeah, I'm, remind me not to be around for that one. <laughs> what's the plural of hypotenuse? Is it like hypotenuse? Pythagorean Yeah, you have, you have to square the movie of one side and <laughs> square the movie of the other side. <laughs> All right. So here's our first one. And I've got seven phrases, and uh, yeah, I'll read them one at a time slowly. Um, which one to start with? That's always my big problem. All right. We'll start with a kind of tough one, maybe. Jessica Beale starts work at a greeting card company. She catches the eye of coworker Freddie Prince Jr. What? After a company outing of karaoke, the two start dating. Things go great for a time, but he's falling in love and she's not. I know one of them, but I don't know the other. Yeah, I don't know they shit. break up and friend 
Matthew Lillard and Kid's sister Brittany Murphy tried to cheer him up. Uh, Fre- Freddie takes up his true passion of architecture. <laughs> During a job interview, Freddie meets a new girl appropriately named Autumn. Mm-mm. I'm screwed. Okay, I'll review real quick. Jessica Beale starts work at a greeting card company. <clears throat> she catches the eye of co-worker Freddie Prince Jr. After a company outing of karaoke, the two start dating. Things go great for a time, but he's falling in love and she's not. They break up and Fred, Matthew Lillard, and kid sister Brittany Murphy try to cheer him up. Freddie takes up his true passion of architecture. And during a job interview, Freddie meets a new girl, appropriately named Autumn. Dude, I have this, no, I, the um, she's all that something. Yeah, something. she's all that is what I was thinking about with the actors, but it's I have not blah, blah, blah. she's all that. So but I don't ah, she's all that. Ah. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. You guys work. suck for guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Way to reveal your hand. <laughs> yeah. All right, the correct answer okay. is five hundred days of summer catch. That's great. Wow. But it was so the that was the example, America. right? Now yeah, let's get yeah. the real. Well, that's how the game works. Holy mother of God. <laughs> All right. So I thought I was right. I thought it was hard. Was. Days of summer catch. Yes. Yeah. Summer catch. Sorry. Now let's try shit people have seen. <laughs> I liked it, but I, we all lost. Okay, go ahead. All right. Next one. Josh Hartnett works at an electronics store. He meets Kirsten Dunst, but doesn't know how to ask her out. Josh gets advice from his friends James Wood, Scott Glenn, and Danny DeVito. Forty <laughs> year old virgin suicides? Correct. Oh, good one. Gee. Uh, <sighs> I'm gonna give myself a rollo for getting that answer. <laughs> All right. Are you giving me a rollo? It's got caramel in it. That might <laughs> screw up your chances on the next question. Well, I have rollos and I have Starburst jelly beans. Which would you rather I eat? Oh, I have Starburst jelly beans too. You eat the rollos and I'll eat the Starburst jelly beans. <laughs> All right, we'll see who does better. All right, next one. Billy Bob Thornton is an Air Force pilot, is shot down near an Arab country. Billy Bob is sentenced to death in three days. Oh, this is good. The pilot's son, Shia LaBeouf, plans a secret, non sanctioned rescue mission. Iron Eagle Eye. Yes. Yeah. I'm still eating my Rolo, dude. What's up? <laughs> you still went with the jelly bean, dude. You're always eating them Rolos. Uh, Iron Eagle, awesome. <laughs> I had to look up the plot because I've never seen it. I'm like, all right, what's you've the never plot? seen Iron Eagle? No, yeah, I've never seen that shit. I had to look up the plot for Summer Catch. That sounds not terrible. <laughs> I <hit> a jelly bean. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next one. A spaceship on autopilot is disturbed by a near crash with a comet. Natalie Portman and Barbara Hershey are forced to crash land on an unknown planet. Sorry. <laughs> Barbara is killed in the crash, but four other passengers survive, including the greatest movie ever, including Winona Ryder and Vincent Castle. Or Cassell, however he pronounces it. Ooh, 1-1, one, one, by the way, Detroit. Anyway, uh, <laughs> one of the passengers is convict Mila Kunis, who has gone missing. Oh, my God. I'm so confused. While oh. hunting for her, they find an abandoned human settlement 
and Nocturnal Beasts. Pitch Black Swan. Yes. Pitch oh. Black Swan. Oh. Dude, I was on like Alien Resurrection or something. I'm like, yeah. Winona Ryder in this, right? So. Yeah, you can't combine it with the plot, though. Remember when she stole all that shit? That yeah. Was hot. That was hot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, Next one. Bitches. Okay. <laughs> Paul Dano is captured by rebel forces and put to work in a mine. He discovers a large gem and hides it nearby. The camp is arrested by the government, and Paul meets Daniel Day-Lewis while in jail. There will be blood diamond. Oh, I just oh, got oh, Dick. <laughs> Dicks. <laughs> All right, next one. During a home invasion, Orson Welles' family is murdered by two men. After one of the men get a reduced sentence... Orson feels betrayed by the system. Hmm. Ten years later, the two assailants are murdered. Orson is arrested and starts remotely killing court members. Orson demands freedom or he will kill everyone. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing Orson Welles doing all these things, and it's awesome. A bomb is discovered at the courthouse. It is removed and snuck into the prison where Orson is tricked into blowing himself up. This one with I haven't seen this movie, whatever Char it is. Butler and... What's his name? It could is be. It gamer? Is it Gamer? <laughs> it is not Gamer, because you can't no, combine it's... Gamer with anything. <laughs> Gerard Butler and Denzel Washington. And... Mm, oh. So close. It's not Denzel, though. It's not Denzel? Oh, no. It's so Jamie Foxx. It is Jamie Foxx. What the hell is the name of that goddamn one? Ah! The uh, correct answer is law-abiding citizen Kane. Ah! <laughs> yeah, no I chance. To say, I don't know any other people in Citizen Kane. No chance that I got Henry that. Henry Cotton. I'm like, okay, okay, Citizen Kane and no idea. Shit. Next one. Ben Kingsley has spliced human genes with animals. Ooh, here we go. Ha. There, there is one successful case, but many mutated failures. Leo DiCaprio helps keep the failures in line with drugs and shock therapy. UN negotiator Mark Ruffalo crash lands nearby. Shutter Island of Dr. Moreau? Yes. Wow. Uh, bitches. Okay. I think I'm winning this quiz. (laughs) (laughs) It is three to two to zero to two. I think we lost you. Josh, Josh, still there. All All right, next one. Gene Wilder is an alcoholic, former country star. Hmm. He falls into a relationship with music reporter Joe Beth Williams. He starts to get his life back in order and reunites with his former student, Richard Pryor. Joe Beth leaves him after a couple of scary alcoholic events. Dude, I... I've never. This has got to be Forever Young Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was, but it's not. That'd be awesome. In That's fact, a, I think I've done that be, one movie before. called Forever Young out there. I've never seen it. I've never heard about it. There is. I think I've done that combo on this quiz. Is it Mel Gibson in that Forever Young? Is there a Forever? No. Young? Well, is it? Yeah, I think I'm it is. Looking it up. I'm looking it up. Anyway, yes, it is. Um, Gene gets clean, but Joe Beth refuses to get back together. This is stir crazy something. Oh, then it's Sir Crazy Heart. <sighs> I, I, I had no idea what was there. I'm just that's picturing that. There. I'm like, Josh has... Internal monologue, has... turn off, damn it. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I knew the other half. I knew I, the other half. 
The whole time I knew you each had the other half, too. I'm like, well, Greg's got crazy heart by now, and Josh has stir crazy by now. <laughs> if they could just get together. Since <laughs> you guys tied, we should probably just give the point to me. <laughs> These damn kids. <laughs> All right. Holy shit. Forever Young, written by none other than J.J. Abrams. Wow. Lord. All right. All right. All right. Tony Collette is a single mother who works as a maid. <laughs> Her daughter, Abigail Breslin, needs new medication and an expensive school. Shit. Tony asks her policeman lover, Greg Kinnear, for advice, and he suggests crime scene cleanup. Tony asks her sibling, Steve Carell, to go into this new venture with her. Wow. Paul Dano sells them supplies, and the company starts slow. Little Miss Sunshine Real Estate? Sunshine Cleaning? Little Miss Sunshine Cleaning? Correct. Little Miss wow. Sunshine Cleaning. Someone I paid attention to my movie review. Don't pay attention to shit. Don't worry about Sunshine Real Estate. I don't know where that was going. <laughs> All right. There's Next at least one. half of every combo that I haven't seen. Okay. Tom Hanks sees some lights in the sky. He starts seeing visions of a cylindrical object. <laughs> Is it a penis? <laughs> <laughs> We're guessing the movies, not the cylindrical objects. Sorry. How many fingers is Tom Hanks holding up now? Um, his obsession with the item drives off his wife, Viola Davis, and their kids. Tom and Sandra Bullock feel compelled to find this object and depart for Wyoming. The whole yeah. area, The whole area is controlled by the government. Is Close Encounters the Third Kind, and something? Yeah, I have that part too. I don't know. I don't know. What they they sneak in and eventually make it to the secret landing pad for a spaceship. You're supposed to say the other side of it, Josh, so I can it's, answer. It's it's <laughs> before Close Encounters. It's something something closer. When I don't know. Max von Sydow conducts an orchestral communication process before Tom is compelled to go. Friend on of ship. the show, Max von is it? Oh, Max von Sydow. Yep, he's, he's close so encounters awesome. the third kind. Flash Gordon. Oh, no, uh... <laughs> Flash Gordon. <laughs> Gremlins right. and Flash Gordon. Oh. Quick review. Yeah, give us the actors. Just give us the actors. All right, the actors: Tom Hanks, Viola Davis, Sandra Bullock, Max von Sydow. What the fuck is this movie? Oh, Tom Hanks, Viola Davis. I haven't seen this. Whatever it is. It doesn't surprise me. Tell me it's Lady Killers. I hope it's Lady no. Killers. The correct answer is extremely loud and incredibly close in comments. Oh, uh, Jeff when you need him. I know. He did, we we raised the draw, <laughs> he, we raised the drawbridge. <laughs> he, he didn't get into the studio. We raised the drawbridge. All right. Next one. Liam Neeson sells drugs to support himself and his mentor's ex-girlfriend Natalie Portman and her baby. Ooh. Liam expands. What's that? I said I'd see that movie. Liam expands to other crimes and hooks up with Kira Knightley. Natalie Portman decides to move away and invites Liam to go with her. Oh, I know it's a, one of them. Don't say it. It's time. It Shit. Terrence it Stamp out. tries to rape. It's a menace to society. Yes, Phantom Menace. Yeah. Oh. The Kira Knightley <laughs> threw me off, and I threw you through <laughs> Yes, I did. Karen Knightley, and there's a decoy, didn't you? Yep. I'm just like, do I throw in her or do I throw in Sophia Coppola? I can't decide. 
Who the hell is Sofia Coppola in that movie? They both play body doubles. <laughs> both body doubles? That's great. Yeah. All right. <coughs> Next one. Jimmy Fallon works in a hardware store in New York. Oh my god. <laughs> Next one. Wait, is this real life or is this part of the quiz? Yeah, that's <laughs> what he's doing these days. Um, Ione Sky has the hots for Jimmy and asks him to be her partner in a local competition. No one's seen that movie. Oh. Taxi and something. <laughs> Jimmy agrees later, or agrees, but later reneges to partner with Drew Barrymore. Oh, I know one of them. They win the competition, but they believe it was because of racism against the Puerto Rican couple. Saturday Night Fever Pitch. Correct. Oh. Oh. Eat it, you Fever. <laughs> All right. Next one. Hey, guys. <laughs> That's the line of the night right there. Yeah. Oh, All right. Graham Chapman saves his kid brother, Michael Palin, from drowning in a lake. <gasps> Graham prevents pharmacist Terry Jones from accidentally poisoning a patient. Oh, Jesus. Graham forfeits his honeymoon to fix problems at the bank. Uncle Eric Idle accidentally gives bank <laughs> cash funds to John Cleese. <laughs> Which Monty Python is this? Cleese secretly keeps the money and accuses Graham of bank fraud. Graham becomes distraught and considers suicide. Terry Gilliam shows Graham all the good things that he's done. Shit. shit. Okay, to review. Oh, we're screwed. (laughs) Graham Chapman saves his kid brother, Michael Palin, from drowning in the lake. Graham prevents pharmacist Terry Jones from accidentally poisoning a patient. Graham forfeits his honeymoon to fix problems at the bank. Uncle Eric Idle accidentally gives bank cash funds to John Cleese. Cleese secretly keeps the money and accuses Graham of bank fraud. Graham becomes distraught and considers suicide. (laughs) And Terry Gilliam shows Graham all the good stuff that he's done. Meaning of life as we know it. No. Don't tell mom the baby scissors dead poets assess. I... <laughs> I'm writing I, that one up I, later. I, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I don't know what the movie you're describing. Yeah, I don't know what the movie right. is. What if I changed? We'll, we'll take it off the table and just play for fun now. What if I changed the last phrase to Terry Gilliam shows Graham all the good things he's done and earns his wings? Oh, it's so wonderful, life of Brian. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> I was going to say angels in the outfield. <laughs> All right. Next one. There we go. A group oh, of friends. God, need more. A group of friends need a getaway from their crappy lives and go to the ski lodge they used to hang out at. After a night of debauchery and an electrical mishap, they find out they've traveled back in time. Oh, here we go. <laughs> It's 1986, and they need to repeat the past while they find a way home. Jack Lemon gets beat up by the ski patrol bully again. Jack Lemon. Yeah, now I don't know the cast. (laughs) (laughs) Tony Curtis finds his old girlfriend, Marilyn Monroe, and despite his efforts, gets stabbed in the eye like last time. Wow. 
their friend performs Jesse's Girl and Let's Get It Started at a dance party. They fix the jacuzzi and all go back home. <laughs> I like how you put the jacuzzi back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't say the word in the definition. All right, to review. A group of friends need to get away from their crappy lives and go to a ski lodge. After a night of debauchery and electrical mishap, they find out they travel back in time. It's 1986. They need to repeat the past while they find a new way home. Jack Lemon gets beat up by the ski patrol. Oh, yeah. I know it. So, uh, uh, some like it. Hot tub time machine. Correct. Oh. Ah. I was going to go hot tub time machine gun preacher, but I guess that'll work too. Oh, my God. All right. I think it's tied uh, five to five now. Are you serious? Yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah, me and you are tied. <laughs> yeah. Josh, is there tied? All right. Next one. Oh, some like it hot tub time. <laughs> Sean Penn's girlfriend breaks up with him, leaving him suicidal. He takes off, or sorry, he takes notice of Susan Sarandon, the neighbor's new foreign exchange student. Better off dead man walking. Yes. Oh, oh, boss. Oh, oh. <laughs> Hello. I got a little happy for that one. Chub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Next I one. call him Dave. Next one. It's over. <laughs> yeah. I've got, there's... I've got three more. I've got three more. Yes. Holy shit. Hey, Matthew McConaughey <laughs> is a lawyer who represents Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. What? I said Matthew McConaughey <laughs> is a lawyer who represents Samuel L. Jackson. I like movie. <laughs> yeah, I like. Samuel is wrongfully convicted of rape and is killed during a prison escape. Hmm. Matthew's children, Sandra Bullock and Oliver Platt, go to a Halloween party. Time to kill a mockingbird? Yes. Oh, good one. I knew time to kill. Old I didn't know school. Okay. Damn you. <laughs> Damn you. Okay, next one. Jonathan Price diagnoses Dennis Quaid with a terminal condition. Joseph Gordon-Levitt hires Dennis to sacrifice himself to an island god in exchange for mining rights. Oh, <laughs> oh I know one of the movies. What is... Dennis agrees, but lives it up in the meantime. During the boat ride to the island, the ship is sank, and Dennis saves the captain, Sienna Miller. They make it to the island where, the, where Sienna professes her love for Dennis. Oh, uh, G.I. Joe versus the Volcano. Correct. Oh. Yes! I knew Joe versus the Volcano. I had yes. no idea how you are going to get that. Miller is, ah, <laughs> All right, got one more. Jamie Gertz is a paleontologist student who found a mysterious fossil. She recruits Jason Patrick to use his experimental theories to help her track down the fossil's origin. Gift shop owner Kiefer Sutherland escorts them by boat into a cave. <laughs> they travel back in time and are chased by dinosaurs. God. Land of the Lost Boys. Yes. No! <laughs> I wanted to get to my next clue. What my, was next it? clue my next clue was they discover a race of lizard people called the Coreys. And <laughs> <laughs> Joshua takes it with, um, yeah, a lot. Eight. Is that right? Yeah, eight to... How close was Dill? Um, <laughs> Dill, combined with the unanswered, got three. <laughs> and uh, Greg got six. Uh, 
Oh, and the Wings got scored on. That was mine to lose, man. I was 2 nothing. It's 2-1. I'm here. <laughs> Lots of time left. Still six Lots minutes. Lots of time. Six in the period. So that was second period. Eh? So that was the quiz, the mashup quiz. Yeah. And uh, hopefully. Excellent job, Jim. Thank you. Well, listening at home, running out of possible combinations for that one, I think. Yeah, that's not easy. Uh, Jim, you needed to throw some lobs for me, man. <laughs> Sorry. Like, the... I'm serious. Those first five or six, there's that half of it that I had, had no clue. And you even gave away an answer, or at least half the answer, and you still yeah. Well, that was a good job. Hey, so... hey, I got that one fair and square. All right. <laughs> yeah, I counted Great it. giveaway. That is half. <laughs> I had half. It's not my fault. You... <laughs> throw me the whip. I'll throw you the title. <laughs> you know it. Uh, but yeah, hopefully people at home weren't yelling too much at us because I know there were. How many did we not answer? Three. I'm Three. sure. Yep. I'm sure we got. One yelled. of them doesn't surprise me. The 500 days of summer catch. I'm sure, we got yelled at. I'm cool. kind of happy I didn't get that one. <laughs> you already you lost your man card already, so it's not that That's big. True. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I um, I know Josh, you weren't able to participate too much in that because you're not very smart. But <laughs> have, we do have the Parker Posey play along, which everybody can participate in, and that's what I'm makes it. Make up for with a really good answer. There you go. Yeah, we are we are hope so, and we actually you can make up you can answer the one, first one first if you want. You can, double answer? Do you have? Yeah. Ooh. I, I didn't answer last week's question. Last week's question from uh, Gungabit.com was from Jeff, and the question was, what is the most underrated movie? Period. That was it. What was the most so underrated? simple. I can't believe we hadn't seen yeah, it. Yeah. That's a hard one, though. Like, to come it up is. with something. And, like, there's so many options. Like, where do you well, start? We, yeah, we talked about it on the show for a while, too, because people, we had uh, Davey on the show, and his pick Garv. was, yeah, Davey and Garve, and Dave's pick was based on, how what was it? It was... How old, like it's old now, and it used to be, you know, very famous. He ended up going with what was it? It was, uh, it wasn't from here to eternity. It was, uh, he had like three different answers. At one point, he said "Gone with the Wind," but he gone ended up win. He ended what? up using Hellboy as his official one. Oh right, right. Because he said Fight Club at one point too. Which it was a. I thought Jar picked that, or was that Davy? I know Jar picked Jersey Girl. Right, but I think he, I thought Jar brought up Fight Club on the show, but. Maybe it was Dave, but yeah, uh, it's not underrated. I think everyone loves it. <laughs> well, it was underrated. In the yeah, his point of view was that no one saw it in the theater, and it was underrated, and then it became a uh, cult video hit. Gotcha. Yeah, there were a lot of different definitions. And, yeah. uh, right. So, Josh, if you want, you can answer that one if you're interested. But uh, I think I'll just keep my record for today and not do anything good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that deserves a, that deserves a good answer. And I'm not going to take the zero. But in the in the absence in uh, Jeff's absence, I will mention uh, Mr. Josh uh, here today brought up Kickass, and I I do I, I guess I feel a lot like as you described. I liked the movie. I thought it was awesome, and actually I like Nick Cage in it. I think a lot of people did like that him in it. And uh, other than that, I've only seen it like once since the theater. I haven't watched yeah. it much since. Yeah, your description of it, Joshua, is like. Yeah. Makes me think of like a little kid opening presents, like, oh wow, that's great, and then throws it to the side and goes for the next present. Yeah, it's basically what it was. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay, it's great, and then. So how many times have you seen Kickass? <laughs> I saw I saw Kickass, believe it or not, actually twice in the theater, and uh, like I said, then I picked it up pretty cheap for on the Blu-ray, and I've watched it a couple times since then, and I I love it. I I think it's like I don't know. It it, it kind of it takes the superhero genre, and it's like. This could actually happen in real life, kind of thing. What yeah. are you laughing at, Josh? What are you yeah, thinking about? I was thinking about saying multiplicity for my. <laughs> 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 I 
Oh. Josh is just laughing at his own internal soundtrack over there. <laughs> yeah, like he's just, he's just Michael Keaton was so good. <laughs> yeah. Really broke his own mold in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I um, I don't know. Like that that movie was good, and I remember laughing constantly at Nick Cage, especially when he shoots the the who is it? Is it Colette? What is it? Col- Chloe? What is that girl's Chloe name? Brett. Yeah, Chloe, Chloe Brett. Yeah. Uh, shooting her in the chest point blank with that gun was also yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there are a lot of funny things in that. And it's I like him using the Adam West voice when he's in the, the superhero costume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was last week's question. And uh, this week's question will be brought up to you by James, the, the owner of this episode, and uh, Porkins, who uh, RIP. So uh, James, I guess... Uh, oh, is he the... Uh, he's the... Uh... Yeah, yeah, he's uh, the front of the show today. He's yeah, okay. mention, mention the two other movies that. Yeah, he's he's Porkins. Been. He's also what's his name in Batman? I always forget. He, Eckhart. 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 So awesome, dude. So and then, awesome. Uh, in Raiders Lost Ark, he is the uh, one of the top. government guys. Top men. Top. <laughs> William Hood. Ain't Hood- got no future, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't deal with psychos or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> In your nights. <laughs> God bless William Hookins. So, yeah. Uh, James, your question. Uh, yeah, so this week, and like I was telling you before the show started, I think I already know Joshua's answer, but I'm interested to hear everybody else's as well. Uh, <laughs> who is an actor slash actress who you feel that you discovered was talented before they became a household name? Uh, you're right. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> Wait. So we need to know, we have to, I saw them before they got big and said they're going to be big. Yeah, you're like, hey, this I like this person. So when I say Macaulay Culkin, my answer would be Macaulay Culkin. If you saw him before he got big, yes. So like seeing him in Home Alone doesn't count because he, that's what made him big. <laughs> okay. Got it. Okay. And, you know, use talent however you want. If you just think that their talent is, you know, okay, she's going to be hot. And she ended up being hot. Then God bless. <laughs> like, but, uh, <laughs> I did. I was going to do that. <laughs> That's that's perfectly fine. That's just, um, I can't do it now though. Oh, sorry. <laughs> when I saw Natalie Portman in the professional, I knew she was gonna be attractive. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, so my answer was... is Kevin Spacey from The Ref. Uh, it's a Dennis Leary film, pretty much, and he's a a criminal on the run. And he kind of breaks into this house, and there's a unhappily married couple, and Kevin Spacey plays the the husband, and they bicker the entire time, and you know, as the title suggests, Kevin or uh, Dennis Leary kind of has to play the ref between these two while hiding out in their house. And I really enjoyed Kevin Spacey's performance and started looking for him ever since then. And he ended up doing Usual Suspects and Seven and just hit like four or five in a row of big movies. American Beauty. Yeah. Later, probably, though. Um, this is a tough question. It is. This is, and I kind of figured it would be because it was one of those questions that I reverse engineered based off an answer I had in my head. Like, oh, I'll just make a question around it. So I know that's why I'm kind of saying, if you just think, yeah, you know, someone was hot before people noticed, then God bless too. So I'm giving you an out if you need it. Actually, I need to know if Jim knows what my. Uh, I'm going with G- Jeremy Renner for you. Yes. Yeah. My my answer would be Jeremy Renner after seeing him in in, in <laughs> SWAT, and then uh, he did the Jeffrey Dahmer biopic there. Uh, you know, now he's uh, taking over the, the Mission Impossible series. and Now he's uh, super cool. In the new Avengers movie. So, uh, yeah. The Bournes. The Bournes. Yes, and the Bournes. That's right. So, this is uh, a 
fucking tough question. That's my answer. I don't even know if I've like I don't even know if I legitimately have an answer. Like thinking, oh, this guy's gonna be big, and then he turned big, or girl, whatever. Um, hmm. Dude, I mean, you don't have to have made the prediction. You just have to have take and notice, like, oh, that person was good in that, and now I see him lots of times. So, okay, so, so like, makes sense. You know? So, like, Leonardo DiCaprio in Curse 3, like that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, you know, like, you don't have to say, oh, he's going to be star. You can just say, oh, he was good in that, and then he ends up being off. That's right. Jennifer Aniston in Leprechaun, if you thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be a sweet answer. Yeah. God, sorry if I take someone's. Sorry, yeah. sorry everybody. Else. <laughs> Obviously, like Val Kilmer can't be an answer because he jumped right out the gun with like five great movies. <laughs> yeah. Became uber famous in his first role, Top Secret. So, <laughs> Dude, but I'm yeah, so... like there's there's stuff out there, and again, you don't have to make the prediction, but you had to have said, "Hey, you know that person Dude. is good," and then they became. When Bendit anyway. like Beckham came out. I said Kira Knightley was the hottest girl in the world, and I was right. Does that count? That does, because I don't believe she was as famous at that point. I don't. Like, that wasn't I, that wasn't after Pirates. I thought it was after Pirates. No. No way. That's old. I think that was old school. Look it up. I can look it up. So yeah, I like. I don't know if that was her big coming out movie or not. Like I don't know if it was if she was big time then or not. But that chick was hot in that movie, and I said so. <laughs> and I was aware. <laughs> It's not a very good answer, but it's my the answer. The thing I can think of, and I'm not exactly happy with it. I'm not exactly happy. Especially because he's not that big either. Is uh, I saw Guy Pierce in L.A. Confidential. And I thought he was really good in it. And go. that was pretty much... It wasn't his first movie, but it was pretty damn close to it. He did some TV stuff before that. And did Memento come before or after that? After, well after. Okay. Memento was 2000. L.A. Confidential was 97. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like he's not like top billing or anything but he's a he's a good actor and i think he's definitely made it by anybody's standards and and he caught your eye while you're yeah yeah like like he you've got a lot of big names in that movie and he he held his own very well like my spacey right there were a ton of people in that movie and i uh i thought he did really well and i guess that would be my best answer i can't really think of another one that's not a bad one actually it's not bad i'm making a prediction that new movie he's in where he plays that that space prison guy? Are you talking about Prometheus <laughs> coming out? Or you're talking about Lawless. No, it's uh, the one where he plays this guy who's supposed to corral all these criminals in space in the space prison breakout. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. That's I I, I, I think that's going to make a lot of money. TJ Hooker in space? Did Something you? like that, yes. He, he's on the windshield of a spaceship. Oh, man. Plus, he was in The Count of Monte Cristo. It was one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, there you go. See, I'm 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 catering to the the current stars of the hour. So that so that's my answer, Dean. Like all you got is Karen Knightley, huh? Chicks, chicks. Uh, uh, good... I, I'm thinking about someone else, but I think I like I could pick multiple movies, and I don't want to ruin the answer for someone else because someone else is going to take this answer. Okay. So I'll, I'll just I'll stick with Kira. All right. I'm not happy with it, but I'll, I'll stick I, with I've it. I've had some that fall flat, too. Like, when I saw Interview with a Vampire, I'm like, Kirsten Dunst is going to be awesome later on. And then she never got any better. She's kind of hot sometimes, though. She's hot, but I'm just talking about sometimes. acting ability. She was like four in the movie, so you don't really think about that kind of shit. But I've got one more that I ruined that I thought was... Do it. Do it. Ruin it. Ruin it. Russell, Russell Crowe, when he was in Virtuosity with... Yeah, you love that movie. <laughs> Denzel Washington. <laughs> this guy he was the awesomest bad guy ever, and he turned out to... You know, you know what I'm taking? 
Denzel's really in for it. I'm going to take back Kiera. And I'm going to say Vince Vaughn from uh, Swingers. Swingers. Well, he wasn't big at that point, really, was he? He That was his coming out movie, though, I think. Okay, so uh, either one, I would go with that. You can say Rudy if you want to. That's cool. I don't think he was that big at that point, but... It's fucking Fred hilarious. Stands. Go, Rudy! I'm looking right now. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm not picking Rudy. Vince Vaughn was on 20 Jump Street, the TV series. Yes, he wow. was. For one episode. <coughs> huh. I'm surprised, uh... Swingers... What was, uh... What's the other movie that they, they released? Made. Made. Maids... Made's a lot later, though, it's yeah? It's on here. There it is, 2001. Yeah, it's a lot later. That surprises me. Yeah, Swingers, Swingers is old. It was 96. Now. Made was 2000. That surprises me. It's, Swingers was definitely coming out. Yeah. So, James, the question one last time. Yes. Who is an actor or actress who you saw their talent before they became a household name? Cool. Uh, that question Keyboards, gungabit.com, be in the movie hour on Facebook. Gosh, what the hell are you still laughing? Oh, I just I should have picked somebody else. I should have picked somebody else. <laughs> he just got the answer to one of the quizzes. A really good answer. <laughs> I'm not wasting this one, though. Oh, that's great. That, thank you so much for not wasting it. James, thank you so much for the quiz, the movie review. Thank you so much for your input. Well, hope everyone enjoyed it. Thanks for stopping by. Mr. Josh and Josh, welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. It was a pleasure. Enjoyable yeah, as no always. problem, Thanks. man. No problem. <laughs> I want to know this inside I'm joke. I'm laughing about his inside soundtrack now, too. Orchids would be so proud. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed it. The William Hootkins Raiders of the Lost Movie Hour. Catch you next time. He's a perfect answer. <laughs>